Welcome back, boys. And a weekend of fights, huh? I didn't get to catch them. I didn't watch. I didn't and neither watch, did I. I did not watch one fight. Not one. You, you ain't no, you, you, Oh, I retired, cuz. You retired to bets? I retired, bro. I'm um only peer to peer. Um, but at the same time, no, no action. I, if I did, I probably would have lost because I probably would have picked Holly on over Catalina Vieira. So that would have been a safe bet. I probably would. I probably got bailed out by that, but not. I mean, a lot of controversy with uh that decision. Yeah, they pulling up the stats and everything. That's the part I do know about. I've seen the MMA news about uh, how people do not dis or do not agree with that uh, decision. Including Daniel Cormier. I mean, let's look at the stats. I'll pull up the stats. Total strikes, 188 to 122. Look at the significant, though. It's barely much. Maybe that takedown mattered a lot. That one takedown from uh, uh in the submission attempt. That was a hell of an attempt. Yes. The highlights I saw. She was she was very um, she was purple as my background. <laughs> yeah, the I mean, from what I read, people are arguing over octagon control time matters so much. I can't. Can you guys think of a fight that somebody won because of that? Because they were just walking forward the whole time and they won a decision from it, even though they're getting beat up. Rose between uh, Rose Carlos Bars. Oh, not because they were getting beat up though. <laughs> I was gonna say Rose Carlos Barza, but that's because nobody did anything and only one person was walking forward. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say if, you, if you're going by just pressure. That's it. No, in the the person pressuring, are they getting damaged? Or yeah, no? they're taking all the damage. Um, I feel like Diego Sanchez probably won a couple of those. What well, Dillashaw's last fight? He was the one with the pressure. He he, after the fight was over, he did look like he lost the fight, but he ended up winning. Mm, Would you guys consider bad. that one? I don't know. I, I felt like I was pretty happy with that decision, from what I remember. Oh no, I thought that was Sanhagen TJ, right? I thought yeah. Sanhagen. I thought Sanhagen won that one. So yeah, I guess that's a good. That's a great example. Yeah. I mean, damage done to TJ was way more than Sanhagen. He dropped him too. I mean, I agree, but I think uh, volume was there too. But you can't make that argument with this one either because volume and um, I think octagon control was all on Holly home side. Isn't it damage and then effective striking first and then everything else? You never know with these judges. No, I mean, but yeah, that's the other thing. Wait, not not the not what the judges feel, but what's the like the criteria? I don't think damage is an actual criteria. That's the thing. Because if damage was an actual criteria, then, you know, Johnny Hendricks would have defended his title once. 
after he Wait, won it off George St. Pierre. Weren't those the old rules? We don't even know I, the rules no more. That's, that was, that's, depends on the state, the yeah. county. That was the question, because if, if, if it's going, I think it's effective striking. I think damage has to matter for sure. I, I'm pretty sure it does, but if it doesn't, it should. Because um, if you have a fight ending sequence, that should mean a lot. Like if you have a, you knock a guy down or you have them in a position where they're, they can be submitted, that should count for something um, toward winning the fight. Now, if we if, see, like, like, I don't know, man, because here's the thing. After that, the other stuff matters, but not as much. Like, if you, if you land on the strikes and you have a person in a compromised spot, that's two really big components of a fight. I've got control. I mean, that's good. but if if you argue that point where if you have to have somebody in a compromised spot, then the Nate Diaz army is right against him winning against Edwards. Because Nate Diaz was getting beat up the whole time and touched up the whole time. But the only time anyone was compromised is when Edwards almost got knocked out at the end. So if you're going over just compromising positions, Nate Diaz won against Leon Edwards. In one moment. We still That's what I'm saying, though. But that was the only that. moment that was compromising. That's the thing we need to That's know what, what the I'm, judges I'm are like, like, looking for. They don't tell yeah. you. Well, they tell you, but they're very vague with the old school octagon control, uh, significant strikes, blah blah blah. That's what that was my point. I think it's it, it, Nate only had that one singular moment in the entire fight. Where what I mean by compromised moments is like you—it's a constant. It's happening every single round, or it's happening. In, at a frequency, I mean, that's not at a frequency, but at, a lot, at volume. Like, not only are you knocking them down, like if you watch the um, Izzy Gastelum fight, right? Like, there's a lot of fight-ending sequences in that fight. Both sides, not exactly. on both sides, yes. Right, that's what I mean. But not just one moment, like one trailing moment, but a, a consistent like barrage. Of that that has to count for a lot. In a decision. Because like obviously it didn't it didn't get it wasn't a, a fight it didn't it didn't end the fight so so is uh, Vieira ready for a title shot? Let's be honest, no one's ready for a title shot in that division. I think she might be able to beat Pena yes. though. I think she might be able to beat Pena though. Honestly, maybe Nunes. I mean, I don't oh know. my bad, I forgot Pena was the champ. She, she might just be like her uh, Buster Douglas to Nunes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I honestly, I don't really regard her as the actual champion. So that was my 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 slight, my bad. I forgot she was actually champion. I thought Amanda Nunes was still champ. <laughs> that is disrespectful. Can't and I am apologizing it. now. Disrespectful to the Venezuelan princess, bro. I think we underestimate how good she is. I mean, she can... Obviously, that division, it's the women's division, but there's no, like, no one's massively skilled in, what was that, 135? Yes. No yeah. one's, come on, they're, they're just, they're okay. They're all decent. Amanda can knock 
pretty much everyone out in that division. Um, and that's why she's champ. But they ain't exact, it's not exactly jumping. And, you know, when I watched all those fights, it's like, man, they're still kind of in the like elementary stage of what a game what a game is now. They're still learning a lot. There's yeah, no they're still learning a lot. There's no dominant champion. There's no it's all still kind of a free for all. So well, can't you, can't that you was the thing though. Uh, Amanda Nunes became a dominant champion because she was finally one that started to mix it all together and started to actually elevate while she was leaving everyone else in the dust. That's pretty much where it was. And that's the only reason why I had that slight is because I feel like even now Amanda Nunes is still a couple steps above them. I just think she's a little more distracted outside of the octagon and a little bit bored with being so high above. In my opinion. I think it was the knockouts. I mean, she she didn't really oh shit, we lost Mark. Come back, my brother. Um I think it was a knockout, personally. There he goes. We back. With the uppercut. I love it. Well, I mean, she, she defended the title a bunch. She, like, took on all sure. challengers. But, but when you, all right, when you think about her skill set, what's her best – what's Amanda Nunes' most redeeming quality as a fighter? I'd say her hands. Well, her striking overall, because I believe she did uh, get a head kick KO on Holly Holm. Or at least it started it off with a head kick. So we're striking in general. I mean, but she also has her jujitsu. She just doesn't prefer to use it. So she's pretty well-rounded. As well-rounded as a female fighter gets, other than Shevchenko. Right. And that's like, Shevchenko, I would agree. Nunez, no way. Not. I think she's really good, but um, it's not like she's a technical wizard. No, the actual goat in my head is definitely Shevchenko, but that's another opinion. Yeah, same. I'm just saying, like, there's there's not a <clears throat> there's not a fighter in that whole division in my, in my mind who is like. The, the perfect expression of MMA at that size. They're all just kind of like decent and then good. And you got all the ones that are pretty good. I'm pretty sure they'll fight for the title. They'll get a bunch of them. They'll get a bunch of matchups. It, it reminds me of like heavyweight division for men's in like the early 2000s. There was no... I don't know if I'd say the heavyweight division, but it, it reminds me of the earlier days where everyone specialized. Because that's what yeah. the female divisions are right now. You don't really have true mixed mixed martial artists. You have a whole bunch of specialized fighters. Most of them are kickboxing or boxing by themselves, and then you have the random jujitsu people. There's really no one that's Some judo, got it perfect. A couple of judo players too. Yeah. Um. But yeah. No. That's 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 exactly what I mean. Like, remember when like Tim Sylvia was a heavyweight champ? Of UFC, like that era of heavyweights, they were. That's that's what I that's what I think the women's division basically is at one thirty five. It's in that state. There's, um, I mean, obviously Amanda Nunes. Is, I think she's a little bit better than what Tim Sylvia was, maybe a little bit. 
I'm talking about like I'd give her a lot. I'd give her better than no, Tim no. Sylvia if, was. If, if Tim Sylvia was a 78 overall as a champion, she's a 79 overall. <laughs> and I would say guys like to give you some scale. I'll say guys like Cain Velasquez like a 95 overall. Yep. T Bay's like you know like 96. Cain was a beast. Yeah. Cain's right. still a beast. Cain injuries is what stopped Cain really. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, all those got repeated back surgeries and shit. Every, I mean, what when you get punched in the chin and your knees blow out, I mean, well, I mean, (laughs) you and you still don't think Engano has zero shot against anybody. It's interesting. Different, zero shot against anybody. He's always got that one hit power or knockout power. I'm just, I'm just saying, this man, he's always had. Bro, Ngannou did the Streets of Rage windmill to finish Rosenstrike, and Rosenstrike's a world-class kickboxer. Hey, he just right. did like he just did. You remember, Francis said he got clipped in the uh, the side of his ear or something. That's why it looked like that because he got hit yep. by Rosenstrike. He wasn't like swinging it. That's what he says. Okay. I mean, I'm, look, that's what he says. I didn't say it. I'm just repeating what he said. Look, I give him all the credit for being the most. Most gradually improved. Like he, he has gone from like no skill whatsoever, just flailing punches and knocking people out, to being a legit threat. Other than knockout power, I will say that. I just, <laughs> but I also feel that there's not a lot to go by in the heavyweight division. I got one. Is is his wrestling really good, or is Cyril Gan's wrestling defense that bad? I argued that last last podcast. <laughs> we I will not revisit that because we will be here for five hours. Okay, okay. All right, let's let's jump to the welterweights, the other split decision of the card with uh, Ponza Nibio and is his name really Michelle? Is not Michael? I'm going with Michelle all day long. Okay. As long as he has that man bun, I am giving him Michelle. I'm going to call him Mike. Like M-I-C Mike Pereira. The Demolition Man. I like I that think, name better. Demolition Man. Yeah, Demolition Man. I, I think it's it actually done. like Michelle. Michelle. I don't think it's... I don't like think it's like Americanized Michelle. I think it's Michelle. Hey. To me, he's B-Boy MP. Yeah. So he, can we call him Mitchell? We'll call him the Demolition Man. Call him by his tag, Demolition Man. All right, Dennis Rodman. That's translated to English. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Well, the Dagger took on the Demolition Man, and they had a, a great fight. That was fight of the night, in fact. If you guys get a chance, I'd say check that one out. That was the only one on this card that I was actually excited for, but I was out drinking. Well, supposedly yeah. after the victory, uh... MP decided to call out Jorge about Ooh. sliding into his wife's DMs. With the, with the prayer hands, bro. Yeah, but yes. I guess he didn't see the uh, the previous messages sent by his wife to Jorge. Because Jorge <laughs> responded. He, he had the receipts. He had the, uh, what are they called? The screenshots and all. He ain't, he, ain't, he ain't slide first. He ain't slide first. Nope. 
Mm-mm. That was that was a reply. Mm-hmm. A solid reply. That's fantastic. But how you gonna slide in a female's DMs with prayer hands? What's that mean? Pray for your husband. That boy said, "Be blessing these streets." <laughs> Yeah, that, I, hey, that's going to be a good fight if they make that, honestly. I really do think it's going to be a good fight. But I don't think they're going to sign him for that one just yet. Nah. He's probably going to yeah, slide into the fifteen uh, top 15 rankings in welterweight, though. Probably trade spots with Ponzinibbio. Mm. That's or, good. Or he might get booted out of the 15 and uh, wasn't it Shavkat might move up to 14 and Pereira might move into uh, 15. Yeah, I was just going to ask, what is, um, what do you fit um, Shavka into that once you um, start moving people around the, the bottom of the 15? Like, in the 15, <clears throat> in the top 15, excuse me. I believe he's still undefeated, right? Yeah, he's undefeated. He needs a fight. Mm-hmm. Get this man a fight. Like, he's 100% finishing rate. Like, give this man a fight. Is he, is he getting avoided, though? I mean, because... He, he, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I think he's really getting avoided. I think uh, he's probably having the same issue as everyone in that area right now when it comes to, like, visas and shit. So oh, yeah. I don't think they where's can he... fight as often as they need to. Where, where is he fighting? Um uh, in the states or no he's from dagestan he's one of those dagestani people right but doesn't khabib have ego fc that's in miami i'm pretty sure they got something khabib has um special favors that he can call from putin because they boys That's not even a joke. They boys. But so, anyway, he's probably sliding out and Pereira's sliding in. But who would he? I think he needs maybe one more win, and he could get Masvidal. Unless Masvidal takes him up on it, you know the UFC will do what Jorge wants. So it could happen. I don't think Masvidal will take that, though. He needs a big money fight. I don't know if that's a big money fight. No, that's not a big money fight. His big money Masvidal's... fight is uh, with Nate or Connor right now. Yeah, Nate, Connor, or... I think they could coax him with a get back at Kobe, but I don't think that's ever happening. I don't even... I want to know who uh, Kobe's fighting next, because the Hamzat one seems like it's off the table now. Yeah. I mean, do you think that's really off the table, though? It's kind of early, right? I mean, they were talking about the Nate Diaz, Hamzat, whatever, but I don't know if that's really going to happen or not. I don't know if Diaz really wants that smoke. He might end up fighting with Burns or something. Wait, why, why do you believe Diaz wants that fight? It just doesn't seem like a matchup Diaz would want. It seems, like perfect, it seems like a perfect matchup for him, though. I think he wants to add to the UFC, so if they sign something or send something his way, he'll probably take it if the money's right. He probably wants to get paid, too. That's the other thing. The money has to be right. And I guess Shemaev would be the money fight. 
I don't know. I guess Jemayev won't take him down unless he has to. But any type of any type of person that shows that they have grappling, Nate Diaz doesn't really want those fights anymore. Which is weird because he's actually good at jiu-jitsu. Really good at jiu-jitsu. Like, <laughs> like he's really good at jujitsu, like <laughs> exactly. But he's like, fuck jujitsu. Caesar Gracie's the man, but fuck jujitsu. <laughs> well, here's why I think he would want that fight. If it's a five rounder, well, I'm assuming it's gonna be a main event. It has to be, right? No, it doesn't no. have to be a main event. It could be. What are you gonna do? That a non? Well, because his last fight wasn't a uh, main event. It was five rounds. That's right. Like, like a, um, a non-title. Main event. You never know. It might be a hot that's not five round fight, and that's what might be the holdup. That's what I was. There you go. I was gonna say that. I think a five round fight favors Nate, and maybe maybe it's not Nate that doesn't want the fight. That's what I was trying to say to Mark. I'm like, maybe Hamza don't want that fight. That's possible. Maybe he wants a three round fight instead of a five round fight. Cause he didn't look too hot in that third round. Like he, he started looking like he was tired against Gilbert. Yeah, but he also got fucked up by Gilbert. Yes, that is very he, true. Both of those are true. But he did. Yeah. He was fading before the third. I, I don't know if I want to call that just his cardio, or if it's just because any man that gets hit with those bombs are gonna fade a little bit. Pain. Oh yeah, it's, it's yeah. definitely both. Definitely both. But that's that's what I. Well, here's the thing: if if Hamzat wants a specific matchup that's not Nate, because what does he gain from being Nate? I mean, some maybe, some maybe some fans. Well, I don't think I don't. Yeah, more sure fans. About, more fans. I don't think he really cares about the money part. Not that much. Like he doesn't seem like a like money's the, the biggest motivation for him. I mean, well, I mean think, think of how many people fought for the title right after beating Nate Diaz, though. So if you're going for the title fight too, you get a name like Nate Diaz, it, it skyrocks your popularity a little bit, and yeah. you get that title fight that he's looking for. It finally did it for uh, Leon Edwards. So, <clears throat> right, supposedly, if that ever fucking happens. Then they said it was in August. <laughs> yeah, that, that's happening. It's just that's, that's yeah, happening. no, yeah. it's in August. I'm not holding my breath for it, just in case something else pops up, and they're just like, "Ah, fuck Leon." It's been ha- it's happened to him so many times in his career. <laughs> I can't. For real, that is, that's so it's so it's so crazy. Like this dude's like, "What? Is that, how many wins in a row does he have now?" Let me look. Something silly like, is he in double digits?" I want to no say it's way. double digits. It can't be double digits. There's no way. No, 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 no. It's gotta at least be ten. Well, he had that uh, eye poke with Bilal. Bilal, yeah. So does that he was, like, stop he, it? I don't know. He but, was working. He was no. working by before that too. Bilal was, Bilal was losing that fight long before sure. that eye poke. Well, it's technically that poke, eight. Eye poke. It's wait, eight. that eye poke. It's eight. Hold on. That eye poke was a blessing for Bilal because he that helped him not get a, a legit L. Right. He had a way out because I thought Leon was gonna. I mean, obviously you don't know how the fuck it's gonna go, but if it kept doing what it was doing, it was all Leon until the eye poke. So, 
Well, Bilal's in a position now where he's in the top five and he can fight Kobe, Hamzat, or Gilbert Burns. Exactly. Let that little blessing a in the eyes. Shot. A little blessing in the eyes was like blessing to the skies, bro. Like, it was right there. Helped him out. I think that kept his yeah. uh, win streak for him, right? Let me check. Who? Bilal? Yeah, that kept his win streak, too, if you don't count it. Because they have it on, on the UFC website as could not continue. So technically that's a TKO, right? If you can count a toe in the eye as a TKO and a win, then you can count this. Yeah, I don't know if he beat uh, the dude he fought before Diego Lima. Wait, wait, wait. Which one's in the UFC, Diego or Doug? Diego. Diego, okay. I don't know if he beat the guy before that, but if he did, he's on a one, two, three, seven fight win streak. So. And they have all been, no, not all of them, one sub. We not have Diego Lima in the UFC. Or... Douglas, Douglas Lima in the UFC. He's still in Bellator, right? He's not the champion. Well, yes. But he's tried to get in the UFC twice now and failed. And we, have, we, have, we, have to, we have to save these roster spots for, like, his young, ta- hungry, talented Lions, like, you know what I mean, Sam Elvey. So we don't have a There's no fucking room for mediocre talent <laughs> in the UFC, bro. I'm sorry. I don't think Douglas or yeah, Douglas Lima was a mediocre talent, though. I think he's actually a legit talent. I think he just choked when it came to... Because he lost a tough fight. So he got cut before entering the house. When he tried out for tough. And then he lost a contender series fight, right? Are you serious? Yeah. And then he became champion in Bellator. Yeah. And then he went back to Bellator and became champion again. Wow. I think he's... Way more than a uh, mediocre talent. I think he's awesome. Yeah, but that was that was not directed at Lima. Sure. Oh, okay. Because I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, this this guy is legit, but yet he chokes when it comes to the UFC or some shit. I don't, I don't fucking know. It's weird. Well, we there's a lot a of guys weeks, that there's a lot of people that are not in the UFC. Not a lot. There's specific people that are not in the UFC that easily could be. And a couple of them are Bellator champions, so. Um, Correct. Yeah. Bellator has some good champs right now. We got a couple of weeks before there's a, another fight card. Well, just one bye weeks. week, right? Just one. We got a bye week. Yeah. And we got some heavyweights mixing it up Volkov and Rosenstruck. Oh, man, that should be a good one. These guys are always going to be, like, right there almost to get the title shot, and then they're going to lose to a contender and fall right back to where they're at again. I feel like that's how it is for these guys every time. They almost mm-hmm. get it. I mean, or not. It could go the way of, like, Glover to share. Like, they can get there and then lose to the champion and then eventually win it because they're both very talented. And if they, if they can – Continually improve and stay in the game long enough, stay healthy long enough. It's, it's did, there. Did either of y'all pull up that fight card? 
Nah. I see you laughing. There's only one fight on it. Yeah, they're the only ones fighting. It's like you guys, it's just, that's it. It's five rounds, call it a night, and that's it. 30 minute broadcast, ESPN Plus. That should be the experimental extra rounds cards. When they just let them, if it goes past five, they just keep going to round six, like in extra rounds. This is two weeks away. We got, and they don't have anything more than one fight on this damn site. <laughs> Gotta love the internet, bro. Gotta love it. Oh fuck, that's amazing. Not, not, there's no even shadow people or nothing. No, it's just literally one fight on there. Wow. Let me let me outsource to something other than the UFC official website. To see if they have more on that card. Might be able to the find internet might be down in that specific area of the UFC like uh, headquarters. Well, whoever's right in charge of the website just overlooked this one. He's like, ah. Fuck that fight. He's <laughs> like, that's two weeks away. That's way too long. Way too far in the future. Because there's actually a, a good fight on the co-main event. What's the co? Oh, that... I don't know how to say his name. Movsar Evolev against Dan Ige. Ooh. That should be really good. There's, there's some... De- oh, my goodness. She's still fighting? Carolina uh, Kovalev. Ko- how do you say Kovalev? Yeah. She's fighting uh, Felice. What's her name? Herring? Herring? That's the girl with the rainbow braids, right? Elise Herring still fucking fighting in the I, UFC? That's what I'm saying. I thought she got cut. I thought she was back in Invicta. Hold on. I thought you were talking about KK got cut. When it, well, is KK still in the UFC? Because, yeah, she, it's been a rough, a rough little ride, ride for her. That is some it was, I mean, fights at already. one point. Buckley's on here, too. Who's that? Joaquin oh, Buckley's on this card, too. Nice. No way. Who's, who's his opponent? I'm not, I don't see the card. Let me pull it out here. I thought he got uh, moved Joaquin to the uh, Calvin Cater fight. Well, like I said, I had to outsource the well, the, the card, so the stuff this I'm might be a little might outdated. Be wrong too. <laughs> like the UFC's official plans is apparently only one fight. So. <laughs> But the other ones y'all said also matched up with what I'm looking at. So I'm, I'm going to go with Dan Ige's actually on the card. But I have Joaquin Buckley versus Magomedov. I don't know which Magomedov this is, but a Magomedov. On the actual UFC website, Joaquin Buckley's fighting Albert Durav. Durav. Well, we do not have legitimate sources for this right now. On June 18th. <laughs> That's probably what happened to this card. They took all the fights and spread them out everywhere else. <laughs> June 18th's card is actually pretty solid. It's got uh, the Cowboy Cerrone against Joe Lozon. Rescheduled for that one. Tim Means against pay-per-view? Kevin Holland. No, 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 no. It's the week after it. Oh, okay. Buckley against uh, Durive. Uh, what's this dude's name? Missile Crisis. He's fighting uh, Gregory Rodriguez. That's a decent card for a fight night. 
Man. It's solid. <clears throat> it is solid. <clears throat> I see. I see some good names. Some good names on this card. That one's updated April fifteenth. Oh, my boy Odie Osborne. All right, here we go. He's on there. Zara Adeshev. <laughs> okay. That's the opponent. Mm-hmm. Oh, your girl JJ Aldridge is on this fight, too. Yeah, I saw that, too. What is up with our connections today? Mosey went breakdancing. For real, man. It's, it's been, been a. Um, a rough Monday. Huh? It has yeah, been. Yeah, was, yeah, was shaky. Our our last one too. I had all those issues with my damn shit too. I don't know what's going on. Here we go. There he is. He's back. Oh, nope. Yeah. Nah. I mean, look. <clears throat> okay, I trust this one a little bit more. I trust Sheer Dog a little bit more than. Where were you before? Some All Stars thing. It was the first one that popped up, but it, it seemed to be the most popular. So I was like, "All right, let me check it out." Right. This one seemed. You know, people make fun of me for Sheer Dog, but they're old school and legit. So, let let's be honest. They were around before anything else was. Yeah, I was on. And they still keep up with all shit. I found that my car information from a, from sportskedia.com. Sportskedia. Sportskedia. Well, it's going to be a little slow week in MMA news, probably. So we're going to have to go off like the Twitter, Twitterverse and all that stuff, right? Since we don't got to fight this weekend. We want to. Just shoot the shit too, like. Yeah. But let's see what's going on, other than Masvidal's DMs and Holly Holm getting robbed. I'm hyped up for this pay per view, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, June's pay per view is pretty fire. And we lost Brian now. <laughs> we just playing duck duck goose with this shit at this point. <laughs> like the, the three big fights on the pay per view. All solid. Talia Santos. I don't really know much about her. Do do you uh do you remember any of her fights? We've seen her fight. I'm pretty sure we've, we've seen, seen her, her fight. fight, but did she do anything that stood out? The fact that I remember her name, she had to do something. Okay, I remember. Okay, looking over her victories. Me... Okay, I see it now. I remember her fight against uh, Joanne Calder Wood. Wood. Mm-hmm. Change her name to Wood. I forgot. So yeah, I mean, do you think she got rid of the just, Calder. Do you think it's just <clears> another <throat> another uh, 
another person getting sacrificed to the champ because she's. I mean, she has good hands. She has good hands, but I don't. I don't think anyone is on Shevchenko's level. So she's just the best in the world. She is at one twenty-five, bro, and really, she's the best female mixed martial artist. Period. So. I mean, agreed. I would say her skill level is on par with the male division, at least some of them. Skill, skill-wise, she's yeah on par with some of the male divisions, sure. That's I think she's the only one. There's there, there aren't any. I don't see any other women that have that level of uh, like technique at all. Like, I, she, she seems to be a decision fighter, except for that one choke against Calderwood. If Shevchenko is a ninety-three overall, the rest of the women's division are like eighties, like eighty-ones and shit, seventies. She's a she's the best, bro. She is. I think only her and Amanda Nunes are the top of the crop, and then even then, Amanda Nunes is. Mostly just has size on her, and that's the only reason why she struggles with her. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see it continue to evolve. But right now, everybody is pretty much getting sacrificed. I think if she beats her, she might. Depending on who wins this uh, upcoming title fight, because Pena and Nunes rematch on July thirtieth, we might see her try get that champ champ status. The, the the only problem with that is Shevchenko is going to do whatever she she needs to. Like if they keep giving her one twenty five people, she's just going to keep dominating that division. And Amanda Nunes, she's up for the fight, but Dana White doesn't seem to care about that fight. So whether they make it or not depends on him. And I don't think Amanda Nunes really wants that fight. <clears throat> Well, I mean, because that's a tough fight for her for no reason. Yeah, exactly, for no reason. But there is a reason. There's always a reason. You're a prize fighter, and you're the best in the world. She gotta get past. Yeah, uh, there's a huge reason. She gotta get past Pena, though. Yeah, and depending on how that goes, that could become a trilogy pretty easily. Yep. It can happen can happen. I just, I don't know. I think, like I said, at the, I think we're underestimating the Venezuelan princess, bro. That's all I'm going to say. I will say this. Shevchenko Thank did you. sub Pena. That's, that's really it's true. Uh, she's the best. I just, I'm, she's the best. Sure, like, I think she'd be um, any matchup with any female in whatever division versus Valentina, I'm taking Valentina. Even though she lost twice to Amanda Nunes, this is what it is. I still think she's better, a better fighter. Period. I mean, shit. Do you remember when they were trying to hype up Rose versus Shevchenko? Unless you want to see Rose get like executed, then um, it's a good matchup. I just saw Rose get executed in <laughs> exactly. all the comments. Yeah, that's that won't. That's not gonna work. No way. No way. I, I he mean, is taking all the slack for it. Like I feel. Almost bad for Rose at this point because Esparza, everyone already thought she was trash, so no one's giving her shit about it. 
But Rose is getting all the fucking trash talk and all the brunt of that. The worst the Spars is getting is you shouldn't be champ because you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> when, 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 um, when you lose and then you make excuses, people are, they're never going to give you, like, they, you're going to get just dog dog. Look how long, it, it, it took Eljo, what, two years almost to stop the wave? No, they still, Aljo still hasn't shit. stopped that. Still I was like, that, that's still not done. There's still the people that. out there that's like, he's not champ. Okay, but it, it was it's nowhere near as bad as it was. Yeah, that's it was, true. It was pretty pretty brutal. He was like got the most hate. Me too. I gave him some flat. We all did. Give him a little. Give him some shit. But I gave him shit for becoming or like gloating about it and posting all that shit about it and going from crying and throwing the belt off to look at the shit. I'm champ, champ now. Like. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't a, have it both ways. It's the only the only reason why I feel that way. You can't have it both ways because, like, if in the moment in the ring, it's different than when you had time to process it and then react. Because, right? like, in the ring, a guy might like say, like, "Oh, well, they got, might get their ass kicked." You see, this happens all the time. They get worked, and you'll go ask them about the fight. They think they won, but that's in the moment. They go back and they have time to, you know. Cool off, chill, heal. Then they watch that shit. They're like, okay, no, I didn't want that. All right. Does he defend against TJ, though? Uh, um, that's a much matchup. better I mean, matchup. What's that? I said that's a much better matchup, in my opinion. He's saying, does he defend? My my answer is, um, it depends on who's getting the shot. Who's getting, who's getting the title shot? Oh, it's it's if, supposed if, to be TJ. Okay, if it is TJ, um... He can. He can beat TJ. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's a better matchup. Like, I I feel that uh, Aljamain has better odds against TJ than he did against Jan. Even if they rematch a third time. Like, I know he won the last one. I give him all the respect for winning the last one. But I think he has a better chance against TJ than he did Jan. That being said, though, I feel like they're a lot more similar than people think. So it should be a good barn burner. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, I agree with you that they're similar. They have a lot of the same skill sets. Like both are good wrestlers. I would say edge for submissions would probably go to Aljo. Striking, mm-hmm. um I would give the edge to TJ and striking offense. Agreed. Strike defense though is close and Still, I think that fight, um, yeah, it, it, it can go. It can easily be a classic. The the one thing that TJ has going against him ever in a fight is him getting emotional, and I don't think there's anything emotional about this fight. So he's gonna get the best of TJ, except maybe he might get tired because he's not using EPO. He's got a great uh, takedown defense, too. Correct. I was curious about that. I just looked it up. But Aljo also doesn't have to take you down to take your back. Exactly. Nope. It should be a good, interesting fight for whenever they make this one. I edge Aljo in that. Purely off gut feeling. 
Yeah, I'm gonna lean towards the Funk Master. But if yeah, he gasses thinking... though in this fight, he's gonna get tore up. Like for real, he's gonna get tore up. Right. Well, then again, <clears> I uh, mean, you look, never know. You... EPO TJ might strike again. I don't know. If you think about Aljo before the first Yarn fight, I mean, he kind of he kind of changed um, Sanhagen's whole trajectory because Sanhagen refocused after that and turned into a different animal. But he's um, Aljo's on another on another level right now. He's he's one. I think he's he deserves to be the champion. And I feel like TJ is old news, bro. TJ is used to be. He, right now, I, I thought Sanhagen beat him personally with that, that, that fight. Even though he got the edge of the decision, I thought Sanhagen won. So, what, can he me show that championship ability again and take the belt back? Maybe. I, I don't think so, though. I think this is. I say solid. I think maybe. Solid, maybe. Yeah. I'll give it a solid, maybe. What was it two years he was out? Right, two years. Because the EPO? Mm, yeah, EPO and surgery. Well, then another surgery with his knee from uh, Sanhagen. Right. Wait, what's what TJ's best wins? Because, like, for me, um, he it was beautiful, everything he did with Barraz. Twice, yes. Me. Twice. Right. That was that was TJ's best moments to me. Um, The Garbrandt stuff was emotional, like you said. Yeah. Like, it's not aging well, given that how Gar- hard Garbrandt's career is going. So it was like, you know what I mean? He started it. Um, yeah. He started it, though. Like, the uh, the decline of Garbrandt, it was because of Dillashaw. Remember, yeah, he, he's the one that later. fucked him he up. He peaked on uh, Dominic Cruz, and then he fought TJ, and ouch. Right. That's, that's what I'm, I'm kind of saying, because like, if you think about T- even TJ, I mean, obviously he looked horrible in that weight cut versus Saludo. Yeah. But... um. Before, even before now, if you look at I said I, I, the last fight that I can remember that was any good was his effort he put against Corey Sandhagen. But I thought Corey was a better guy, and he been out since then. He been he got injured like pretty bad in that fight. So he has more to prove to me than Aljo does. I feel like this is Aljo's fight to lose, and TJ got a lot to prove. Like this, if like Mark said this, and I agree. We're, we're probably going to get the best possible TJ. There's no distractions. There's no um, There's no crazy beef. There's no in your DMs, no bullshit. It's just going to be a fight. Yeah. So you're going to get the, better, the best version of TJ you can possibly get. I just don't know if that's enough anymore. I, don't, I, don't, I think um, TJ's going this way, and the rest of the division's going this way. Do you but, think... Basically, TJ has plateaued. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he already did. I think he I think his last best effort was against um Morale. and after that he started he started using drugs. And look, I don't care. I'm pro steroid. Use all that shit. I don't give a fuck. But at the same time, like he knows something's up. If you're putting something, if you you've got to use something in your body to make you stay at a, at a high level, even though you know if you get caught, you're gonna get banned. So. I think he knows he's declining too, and I think at this point in their careers, all Joe's just better. At this point, now TJ still one of the best in the world, even saying that. So he he got a legit shot, but he has a lot to prove. And I don't know, like if I think about all the other matchups, how does he look against Pure Young, TJ? 
your opinion? How, how would he look against Aldo? And right now, like even Aldo now, I don't know. Both both of those seem like coin flips at best. That's kind of say that for about a champion, and uh, that's the fight I want to see personally is Dillashaw against Aldo. I agree with that. I wouldn't mind seeing Jan versus Aldo either, or not Jan versus TJ either. But I actually do edge Jan on that fight. The Aldo fight is closer to me, but and I I want to say Aldo all day, but I don't know. I feel like he has that um. I feel like he has that camp on lock. How would you feel about a um a team? J. Dillashaw versus Corey Sanhagen match. I'd be fine with that. I don't know if Sanhagen's in the right if he has the wins to back up getting a rematch with TJ right now. Yeah, he's on a he needs a win right now. I believe he's on two or three fight win streak or lose losing streak, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. yeah, he had the Dillashaw. he had the to be Two, right? And then Young. It's two or three. Young. That's it. Okay, oh, yeah, he bounced back against, two, right? uh, what, Frankie Edgar, right? He he bounced back after the Aljo loss. He tigered yeah, but he... Frankie's head. Mm-hmm. You got to remember, didn't he pull a Dan Hooker, too, where he half-ass retired? Sanhagen? I thought he did. Didn't he pull a Dan Hooker, too? Well, I don't know. I thought he threw his gloves down and tried to quit on himself. But I might be wrong about that. Well, don't hold. I mean, like I said, in the in the moment when it's emotional in the cage, a lot of stuff can happen that that's not true to what's reality. Um, but he he had two close losses um, to TJ and then Jan. Right, pure Jan fight was really good too. Wasn't the the TJ fight short notice also though? The uh, San Higgins fight with Pewter. No, that was a. Uh, or um, that was San Higgins. Um, that was, no, that was, that was Shaw's return anymore. fight. They were building that. I might just be. I might just be confusing fucking San Hagen and Dan Hooker, which is fucking terrible. Their career trajectories. I might just be confusing their career trajectories a little bit. Is Dan Hooker still ranked in any uh, division? Oh, yeah, he's still number 13. Yeah. Lightweight. I mean, he hasn't lost to Scrubs. Um, no, he loses to all good fighters. No, no. He... I mean, both guys are um, champion and former champion. And former... Well, Two former champions now, and then he got squeezed out by the champ. Oh, you're talking about so, Sanhagen now? I mean, Hagen. I was only talking about Sanhagen. I was mentioning, like, how do you feel about a rematch between – that's in recent in recent history, in the last five years. I'm thinking his like next fight's going to be Aldo, honestly. He lost to TJ and – That makes that, that could work. That could work. They both don't have a fight, right? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. His next fight's gonna be against Aldo, just because. 
Or it could actually, honestly, be against Marlon Vera since he just moved into the top five. He did. You know, Dominic Cruz is still out there, too. I don't know what he's got going on. Interesting. Like, this division is pretty, uh, pretty loaded, in my opinion. Vera's headache does sound. Do you think, wait, do you think Marlon will take that one, though? Because he's getting, he's streaking close to a title fight, too. He needs one to get That would be one that. I think that would put him in a title fight if he can beat Sanhagen. Sanhagen still has a name, even with his losses. Just he ain't going up right now. He needs to go down in ranking. I don't know. I think I think he's right there in the mix, though. He's right in the mix. Like in, in my in my mind, I, I feel like out of all the um, I mean, Pewter for real is number. He should be number two or number one, and then you got TJ. Sandhagen, that's it. In my mind. I mean, and then Marlon's you know, on the come up. The thing that's crazy, though, is like so, Aldo did, like, just cleaned up Vera and Rob Font with ease. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just outskilled them. So that's why that's, I, I, and, and, I think Sandhagen and Aldo should fight. Just because of that, that reason alone. I, I, I left, I left Aldo off on mistake. Um, that's another, that's another fight where that could be a title fight too. But you never see know. him getting a title shot. We might end up seeing Dominic Cruz versus Aldo. I'd love to see that. Just old school me would love to see that. I, I do think that Dominic Cruz is like on his last stretch. To where he needs to make something happen real soon, otherwise he'll never be champ again. He still got Sean O'Malley out there. I'm pretty sure if he beats Pedro Munoz, he's gonna jump up a ton of spots too. And he he might get his rematch with Marlon Vera, honestly. That would be a big fight. Huge. <clears throat> now that especially because Marlon keeps winning, yeah, that's gonna be huge. Huge rematch, but <clears throat> I don't think O'Malley's. That's not for another two years, at least. Um, Don O'Malley's about due for like an ankle or a knee injury, though, isn't he? <laughs> we'll find out. Three when years. He fights Pedro. <laughs> Three years. There's no way they're fighting anytime soon. He's calling that man. I don't see it. Prelim Pedro. I swear these kids got them names right. They they just they just know how to do it. This younger generation of fighters, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, they, they create the, the the memes and the sound bites. The internet they kids, man. They were formed in the darkness, bro. In in the in the troll world. Yep. They were born in that shit. Yeah. Right. Molded by it, cause. Hmm. I, I mean, part of me thinks that I did kind of overlook Aldo. That's the said Sam Hagen, um, TJ, and um, Pure Young on the top three. And I, did, I mentioned Vera, but I didn't mention Aldo. I do think he should get a, a, a higher matchup. I thought his title shot chances make more sense, him versus Aldo, than TJ versus Aldo to me. TJ only won one fight coming off of the suspension. 
Um, and he didn't win that fight to me either. I thought, I thought San Diego won, but still, like he got them victory. So I would like to see him again before a title shot. But I mean, either way, I feel like that little cluster, all those guys can win it, depending on who fights who. It's that's a, that's, a, that's probably the best division, really, if you think about it. Like that little top that five. Yeah. Like that's five potential champs. What other, what other division Don't disagree say there. That? What other division can say that? Featherweight. What's up? Featherweight? Bantamweight and Featherweight can say that. I don't know if Featherweight can say that. Isn't Max and Volk? I mean, in almost any other division. Ortega would be champ too if he had that kind of skill set in a lot of other divisions. And Calvin Cater's tough, but yeah, I guess I, I wouldn't call him champ. So maybe top three for me. I mean, lightweight man, lightweight. You got the dominant. Lightweight has but, all the fucking killers. But there's no champion right now. Uh, lightweight. There is a cha- man. Oliveira's a champ, bro. <laughs> he squeezed them. He squeezed them all out, bro. He's the best. He's on. He's, I, I, I think Oliveira's. He's just hit a different little wave right now. He he's got one more same. dude to uh, beat, and then he's like, got it on lock. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he beat he beat Gaethje pretty easily, bro. And then yeah, but like th- th- that, I would have agreed with you maybe uh, like a year ago if you said that there was five guys that can be the champion at lightweight. I would, I would say, yeah, Poirier can be there. Poirier can get it. Or, um, you know, Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler. Um, some fan fan in me might even go out on the limb and say Tony can go on the run. But really, it's Islam and Charlie Olives, bro. That's it. I mean, Derek, you should nah, I still put Dustin up there and Justin Gaethje. I think jo- or Olives is just on his hot streak right now. And other than gonna... that, Dustin should have been champ already before Olives was, or he should have fought. He should have fought Olives for the championship the first time that when when he actually won it against Chandler. I like Dustin too. Against Chandler, yeah. I like I like Dustin a lot, and I got like regional bias. Like you know what I mean, but it's for real. It's either we want to see what Islam can do versus like. Top flight opponent. We already know he's extremely dominant, but we, we haven't seen him against the best in the world yet. So, right. We'll, I will see, but right now, Charlie Olives, bro, he's the guy. Yeah. Everybody else is playing for second place. That's probably only my, a my knock on Islam right now, right? He hasn't fought nobody that's actually ranked in the top right. five. Well, he fought, oh, in top five, I don't think so, but he's fought at least one ranked opponent. Hooker, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Dan Hooker's the only one that he's fought ranked. He's he's looked damn good. So it's not like he he's he's the competition that he faced. He did what he's supposed to do. Well, I don't get how he's I'm like, not arguing the radar that. for so long. You well, as saying? a champion, as a, as a, if you want to be a champion, you gotta if, if you're fighting guys that aren't the best in your division, you should be doing what he's doing right now, and that's why. I, Feel like he's the only other guy besides Oliveira. Uh, yeah, because like I feel like 
Charlie Olive's got it. And he walked Poirier and Gagey and Chandler. They make a good, like, good matchups between each other. But once they get there, I, I don't see any one of them beating Oliveira, man. Except maybe for because yeah. I guess you can make an argument from Darius, I guess. Um, but nah, there's only one other. I think Darius has a chance. At yeah, so you can make an argument. You can make an argument for Darius. I th- I but Darius is also. Him, I think he got. His I think. I, yeah. I lean towards. Oh, you you lean towards him against Islam. Yeah, I, th- I think he might get him. Because if it comes to grappling, I'm going to go with Charles on that one. I'm going to go with him on yeah. that one. And he's going to invite that in, so it's going to have to stay standing then, right? Right. I Which I give you. all of the... Yeah, that's that's where I'm leaning towards. If it stays standing, yeah. I'm going with Charles. Charles got power. I don't know why, like, the narrative with Charles is like he just wants to choke you out. You see what this dude's doing to people on the feet? Well, that's the thing. His most dangerous weapon is choking you out. He just happened to learn how to use his hands on the way. Yeah, he's, he's lighting people. He what he uh rocked Gaethje in what the first ten seconds? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, Gaethje was doing a funky chicken, bro. It's look, and he's able to be very like reckless, almost like Khabib. Khabib's stand up was never like. The crispiest thing in the world, but he can take chances that other guys couldn't take because he knows. Me and Sandra was trash. He knows. Well, it got better toward the, the later in the, the end of his career. It got better. It started off. Like, it was pretty. It was right at one point. It was so bad, but he knows. You, it, no, one's, no one's gonna keep him on the ground or take him to, to the ground. Habib's Habib's striking looked as good as it did. The same reason why Damian Maya's did. His Everyone was so afraid of the takedown that he opened up his striking. That's that's about it. His actual striking ability was never. At most, it was average. At his, most. Wait, hold on, wait. His strike defense is good. Is it strike offense? His strike defense. Yes. Yeah. His offense is trash. Right. No, I'm offense. talking strictly offense okay, okay. is trash. His strike offense was suspect, especially in the, in the beginning. But it got better. I mean. In, in, in those points when it looked really good, we did against uh, Ally. That was good. That was solid use of like jabs, boxing jabs, and good. And it, was, it wasn't. It wasn't bad. I'm just saying that <clears throat> he has the ability to be more reckless and take more chances because he, he his opponents got to come at him from one dimension, and they're always on the back foot. They're defensive. They're, they're afraid of getting taken down, so you're always backing up and trying to fight off a takedown instead of. Just going there with an actual planning to hit him offensively. But his strike defense is still really good. But his strike offense, his pressure's good. He's able to be reckless. So is Charles. Charles got some crazy good pressure. And he's like reckless as hell. He do, he'll do whatever. He'll throw any strike at any time. He'll do a flying knee in the middle of the cage. And then do, and no one's doing that. Like even great strikers are. You don't see Izzy just bust out a flying knee. The, Middle of the cage. He's one of the best strikers in the whole UFC. So, but it's a different thing. Like Olives, he ain't afraid of being on his back at all. In right. fact, like most guys won't even follow him to the ground. Like Gaethje dropped him and just looked at him. Let him recover. Yeah, I'm like what? Like 
who's who does that? You're not even gonna go for, go for follow-up strikes. Like you got that much respect. I mean, I don't know if I want to argue that. the The only thing that I have a problem with, like how Gaethje and so many of these fighters uh, deal with that, is they need to be quicker about it. Like I hate the fact that they just stand there and stare at them, like debating on if they're going to go down there or not, when they know they're not going to go down there. It needs to be like the old school fights where. You knock somebody down like that and you don't want to go down with them, you just walk the fuck away and make the ref stand them up. Like, I hate that the people sit here and play with their toes all the fucking time. Like, I'm not going to come down there, but I'm going to wait for a stand-up while I'm playing with your toes. Like, the ref's going to take a while longer to stand you up. If you just turn your back and walk away, the ref's going to stand y'all up and start the fight again. And that's what you need to do when you knock somebody out or down like that that you want back up. Say, get the fuck back up. Right, right. Old school approach. Just back up. Mm-hmm. Like, it, yeah. But that's, I'm just saying, it got to be a testament to, like, probably all of that. They're even hesitant. Like, when is Gaethje ever hesitant about anything? You know what I mean? Like, Gaethje, right. he's going in there full, like, going there blazing. And, yeah, he thought about it against Oliveira. So, that's why I'm saying that. Like, I think he's, he's just at a different level right now. And... It, while yeah, you can knock him down all you want. Are you gonna go in there? Are you gonna go into his guard? Finish it off? Probably not. No. You this think is all uh, you might get? This is all you gonna get finished? You think if he beats Islam, Habib comes out of retirement? No, no, no. No. I think Habib's retired no matter what. Habib's fat and I'm promoter now. You will see. Yeah, I mean, JDS just made his debut and lost. So, oh, did you hear about that? Little Eddie Bravo told me, uh, yeah, his shoulder fell off or something. Mm-hmm. He like, threw a what? punch. He threw a punch and his arm came out with it. Was he winning the fight? Do you do you guys know? According to B, I haven't seen the fight, but according to Habib, he said JDS looked good until the unfortunate event. But that's also what they said about Korean Zombie versus Aldo. And, and Korean Zombie did not look good no. until the mean, unfortunate event. It wasn't much of a fight before that, right? It wasn't like there that wasn't. Yeah. It was like beginning of the second round, I want to say. His shoulder popped out. And then the whole rest of the time, he was like trying to pop it back in and it kept falling. I, I remember I only saw the clip of the injury. I think the Castro was saying, like, hey, his shoulder, did they, uh, he was waving off. Did they crown a 165-pound champion yet? And what is the name of that weight class? Do you guys know? For Ego FC? No, I haven't. I don't know either one. But I have a suggestion. Junior welterweight. I thought it was called the weight class, like Mark said. The weight class. The weight class? Yeah, weight. It's like, you know, there's lightweight, welterweight. It's like weight. Oh, just weight. <laughs> That's what Mark said. It was the weight class. Yeah. <laughs> the weight class. Uh, junior welterweight sounds good or light welterweight? Junior welterweight has a very good ring to it. It's from boxing. Yeah. They're, they're all from boxing anyway. All those names. 
lightweight, atom weight, straw weight, all that shit. It's all from. I, I still think they could uh, do something, man. The UFC could add that weight class in. Are oh, you yeah. doing a shift in five pounds to one weight class? That's about it. Just make it every 10. Well, then until you get to 205. Yep. But by that point, no one cares. They're all just heavyweights. But to me, 205s are just heavyweights that aren't over 300 pounds. They're like the medium, like the 240s and the under. 230s, 220s. Yeah. Dudes that are too big to cut down the middleweight. Right. Heavyweight. Nobody's actually called it anything. So it's the weight class. They've just called it the 165 weight class. And it was wait, first weight of all, class. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a good point, Mark. That's a good point. Why does it have to have a name? Why does it have to have a name? That's all boxing shit anyway. Just, just make it the numbers. 135 pounds, you know, 145, wait, 125. Just makes the it makes the title sound a little bit fancier. That's about it. Kinda. It sounds nicer saying welterweight champ versus 165 champ. I think that's more to respect the lower weight classes. He was like, oh, you're the 125 champ. Instead, you're the you know, when they, straw uh, weight champ. When they're announcing them, it rolls off the tongue better for the buffers. That too. Yeah, makes sense. But everyone go with that. As like I said, junior welterweight, that's the division. I like that name. I don't hate that name. See if I can get the weight class. The, the weight class. class. It is the weight class. Yep, it's weight. It's weight. It's We're taking weight. the Washington approach. Normal weight. Standard weight. What is your football team's name? We are the football team. The. There was a there was a football team. There was a team called the football team. In the NFL, in Washington D.C., so it's possible. What is Diego Sanchez fighting in? Is he fighting in the 165 division? I think so. He only, he only had that one fight, right? Did he win? Just that kept, he just fought Kevin Lee, and that's it. Oh, that's the yeah. He did fight Kevin Lee. Okay, then it is officially called the super lightweight division. Okay. That works. Super lightweight. Well, super lightweight. It's the same thing. That's as what it is on the Eagle FC website. It sounds more respectful than Junior Welterweight because Junior Welterweight still sounds like, sounds like a little son, a little bit like like all right, little guy. Like Junior Walter Super lightweight sounds better. If you're announcing a title, I don't know. I feel like that's it. Does yeah, I'll go with that. Sounds a little better. A little bit better. I think super is just a little outdated to me. Yeah. Like, I don't really hear people all the time going, like, you know what? That's super. <laughs> we'll have a reason to use super again, man. <laughs> Make super, super great again. Um, it's, uh, it, look, I, I want that weight class, Michelle. I mean, I think a lot of UFC fighters in, from. 55 to 70 will love it. It'll be a lot, a lot of like, I, permanent homes. I say we restructure them all to fucking 10 pounds. All on the fives. Okay. 25 up? Yeah. yeah. 25, 35. Well, I mean, I guess we got to go 15 for the girls. 
Mm-hmm. So 15, 25, 35, 45. I, I love the fives. You know what? And I, I also would want them to add smaller classes for the girls. Oh, like a division? Yeah, oh, like a long time. Add the atom weight? Yeah, get, get, get even lower. Micro. I don't know about the 95. Is there really a depth at 95? I know we have oh. some depth at atom weight. Hold on, wait. Uh, probably, because there's more girls that are that size than they're not. They're smaller. Wider wise, though. Yeah, well, just in general. I think it's in uh, Asia is like a lot of the lower weight classes. Yeah, atom weight. There's there's plenty. One hundred five is like a legit class over there, yeah. and somewhat here. Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it will be. That's, I think that, that's be, where uh, be Michelle Larson came from, right? Atom weight. Yeah, she used to be a one one hundred five. She was champion one hundred five. How is that possible? Well, she gained a lot of weight to be uh, the get or fight in the UFC. Did okay. she built? Yeah, she's yeah. I, I can't see her ever being a hundred. A lot of leg presses. Hundred, like her legs are like a lot of leg no presses. Way. No way she can be a hundred and five, <laughs> bro. Like, oh, you should see her old fight. She was she was skinny, skinny. Like she was small at one oh five. She bulked up a lot to be in the one fifteen division. I think the one oh five and ninety five have a better chance of being densely populated. Over thirty five and forty five, I think thirty five and forty five, we gonna have to wait a long time for that's before that's a real yeah. division. We can have the only reason why forty five is even a discussion is because of cyborg. We can have a and Gina. We can have a legitimate ninety five tomorrow. I think like by the end of the year they'll figure it out. Do some contender series. You know what I mean. Oh, they I think they'd be better fighter. off. Do one ultimate fighter. Show <laughs> That's how they that. started strawweight. Exactly. Well, uh, where um, yeah, strawweight. Exactly. You do it like that. Have an ultimate fighter show with atom weights to start off with, and then work your way there. Do it like yeah, atom I would go atom weights, like weights before the ninety fives. Because at least at Adam weight, you already have some like notable stars you could go after. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you might have outside of the UFC, weight too. There you go. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like you get more people that can that can compete lower, and then I think you'll get a whole crop. I, I think I feel like from the what, what weight class, what actual weight are we talking about pulling from when you're talking about populating a 95 pound division? I would say girls that are like 130 pounds and less. And that, from that, uh, if they, if they can't cut, they can't have the, those huge, crazy weight cuts like the men's division has, but like, I think there's way more girls to pull from in the 120 pound, 110 area than there are at larger area. Like, if you go, if you go to like, so what's a you think what Amanda you think Amanda Nunes is what like she probably walks around at what 180? 170, 180? 170, 180? I was gonna say like one seventy. Okay, say one seventy. Probably. Say one seventy. I don't think there's that many. You're not. There's not a huge enough population to pull from of athletes from that that area that fight at all. But you can get a lot. No, of- uh, I mean I agree. That's why I think it's ridiculous that they were trying to promote a 45 and even uh, 
uh, PFL is trying to do a 155 division, I think is ridiculous, in all honesty. Because that's why it's so shallow. Because the star day. I mean, yes, you do have you have two big stars in the 155 division right now. Mm-hmm. But other than that, you got nothing. The thing is... And those two stars aren't going to fight each other. Here's, well, no, here's there's two things. One, there's not the it's not a huge money um grab. Like you're not gonna get a huge payday from any of that. So that's one that's one big hindrance. Then, gotta, then the biggest, I guess, that's why this is one that's one thing that stands in the way. But the thing that stands in the way the most is not that many girls want to fight. Period. I mean. There's some. There, there is obviously like a population for it, but I feel like you would feel you find that you would feel that population out better at the lower weights than you will at the higher. Yeah, I agree with that. I think that females are more interesting at the lower weight classes, definitely, and more. There's definitely going to be more depth at the lower weight classes. I don't know. I, I still think 195 would be a little too low. Like, if they want to do 105, <laughs> I think it's great. 195 just seems too low. 195 to is way too big. Zero. Like 95. 95. I, think, I mean, yeah. 95. I'm sorry. I 95. It's just, hey. I know I'm fucking with you, bro. A little too low for me. I know it's going to take. Man. I know it's going to take. It's going to take a, a big star in one of these uh, other promotions at one of those weight classes that make a lot of noise throughout the world. And gain a crazy following and popularity for Dana to be like, you know what? Let me let me open up this division and see what happens. That's what I think it's gonna take. Yeah. And the the problem with that is all the big stars that are making a name for themselves in that division aren't gonna leave one FC. Period. They're not going to. One FC, because they're mostly Asians, to be honest. Most of the big names over there are from Thailand or Asia. And they can get more fights in Singapore, more money in Singapore. It's They're not going to leave. My boy said Thailand or Asia. I mean, well, I mean, you know what I mean. Like, yeah. they're, they're Chinese, Japanese, there. or... Somewhere across that way. Yeah. And then, like, <laughs> Thailand... Has their own like Muay Thai culture, so they're getting a lot of people from Thailand. Yeah, I mean, well, they do everything I, over there, though. It's just not MMA. Yeah, I think it just takes a spark because like women's MMA didn't even didn't have had no pull for a while until you know Rousey came around, and then they had a lot of eyes on it. Now it's a legit professional sport, like my eyes. It's more legit than WNBA, but could it be better? For sure. Like, I think more weight classes at the bottom would make it better because you'll get more pure, like, expression of the sport, more skill. And you'll get more and more and more, like, reps with people in the same skill level and not so much dictated by, like, just size, horsepower. Like, that's kind of what you get. Except for Shevchenko, that's pretty much what you have at the top of the women's division right now. It's like mostly specialists, not overall really good at everything mixed martial artists. They're like adequate at most of skills. 
and then excellent at one. Except for Shevchenko, pretty much. I mean, Rose can make that argument a little bit. Yeah, I was about to say, Rose and... The only people that I would put in that category would be literally Rose and Amanda Nunes. Wayley, Wayley kind of... She, she has some of it. She has... She's starting to get wrestling. Yeah. but She's getting there. I'll, I'll put her in the getting there. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like the, I think the women's division... It's, a, it's just a little bit behind the men's. It's, I mean, it's only been around how long? How long have we had the women's division in the UFC? Uh, 2011. Okay, so yeah. I think, right? Is that correct? A little over a decade then? So it sounds about right. Like, close to that range. Okay. 2012, 2011. Something like that. Oh, man, we lost him again. My, oh, there he is. Oh. I'm still here. Well, I think it can only get better, and that's just one of the ways that you can help it help it grow. Just getting more um, athletes from that that size <clears throat> into the sport. So we'll see. You guys ready to call this one? I yeah. was incorrect. What was it? Twenty. Oh. I want to say it was 2014. 14? Really? Oh, so less than. It really? seems like it's been around way longer than that. Uh, I'm trying to find the official date now. Nope, 2013. There you go. Saturday, February 23rd of 2013. Wow. Wow. So, there you go, bro. Nine years of uh, UFC. Yeah. So, it's... No fighting. It's very, very short term. Could you imagine a men's division in the first nine years? Like, you, you remember, like you, the old school stuff. Like, that's I do what, remember the old men's division in the first nine right, years? Right, right, right. And that's that's kind of where it's at. And I think it'll get better. It'll get, it'll be more they were still shift or ciphering through um, <laughs> just brawlers back then. Yeah, I wouldn't even really call most of them specialists. No, nah, they were specialists, though. Man, you were, they, the, the guys that were champions were specialists. They were like, the, da- it was the guys that were thing. champions were specialists. It was good at one yeah. thing, and they had something else. They had a little bit of something else. Had a little bit of something else. A little, yeah, bit. A little bit of something else. Right now, I'm thinking about it, and I'm like, all right. They were all like either grapplers or strikers. That's it. And some kind of excellent grappling skill set or some kind of excellent striking skill set. They were like average at the others at the mixing it all up part. Now everybody, even like the guys in the top ten are pretty pretty above average, if not like really good at everything. Now in the in the UFC for men. Even like you said, I gave Gaethje and all of a lot of shit, but skill wise, the skill gap is not far from the champion to the contenders. Skill gap is very small. Mm-hmm. Very narrow. All right, so you guys ready to call it? Yeah, let's call it. Yeah, man. Zip it up and zip it out, okay? Zipply doo da, bye bye. Zipply doo da. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>